Hi, Sexy. Thanks for checking this out. We are so excited to get to know you. Your story is being uploaded right now. I know you're going to love it. But before we get started, do me a favor and write down this code. It's erotic50, E-R-O-T-I-C-5-0. What's that about? Well, it's your key to unlock 50% off and free shipping on adamandeve.com. Man, are they generous. Just enter erotic50 at the checkout and there you go. This big discount on almost any item in their sex emporium. Oh, and a little hit? Some of the toys go so good with the stories you're about to hear. Enjoy! Eric and I met on a hiking trip. We were with a big group of people that day, and as we headed out onto the trail, we somehow paired up and started this conversation that made us completely lose track of ourselves. Before we knew it, we'd broken away from the group, leaving them far behind us on the trail. It was an unusually hot day for late March, and the little path we were on was narrow, and every now and again our arms would touch, and the feeling of his sweat-tinged skin on mine nearly took my breath away. I remember being instantly captivated by him. He talked mostly about local politics and the environment, and even though I was completely spellbound by his ideas, I just couldn't help getting a little bit distracted watching the muscles move in his legs whenever he got a pace or two ahead of me. His already bronzed skin was beaded with sweat at his temples, and I watched as one lone droplet snaked its way down the back of his muscular neck and disappeared under the collar of his shirt. I remember wanting so badly to catch that droplet with my tongue and to trace its little path back up to the base of his skull, around his neck, across his Adam's apple, and up to his mouth where I'd kiss him. I was lost in this thought, when we began walking side by side again. Suddenly, our pinky fingers touched, and for that brief, fleeting moment, my body was absolutely electrified by the sensation. Soon after that, we started dating, and at night, we'd sit on his balcony listening to Miles Davis and Chet Baker, drinking gin and watching the lights from the city sparkle in the distance. We were perfectly compatible. Our bodies seemed to fit together like puzzle pieces. And every time we'd make love, he'd always whisper to me, I love you, princess. And afterwards, we would lie there together blissfully, telling and retelling the story of how we met. As it turns out, he wanted me that day, too. He said he wanted to pull me into the bushes where no one could see us and take me from behind while the other hikers passed us on the trail. He told me how he wanted to make me come, and that while I was coming, he wanted to cup his hand over my mouth to keep the group from hearing me gasping and moaning just a few feet away. Well, fall came, and Eric had to leave on a business trip to Seattle. It was the first time that we'd been apart for more than a week, and the time away from one another really had a huge effect on me. I really missed him. I mean, I missed him desperately. I missed him more than I ever thought I'd miss anyone ever. And to be honest, this made me panic a little. At times it felt like I'd never see him again, and I started to think that he'd enjoy his time away from me, that he'd enjoy it so much that he just wouldn't come back, or that maybe he'd meet someone more beautiful or more fun, more accomplished, and they'd run off together, never to be heard from again. Before he left on his trip, we'd planned to go to this Halloween party together, but now that he was gone, I had to go alone. So the night of the party arrived and I went by myself. That October night was indescribably beautiful. 
It was crisp and cool, and the clouds drifted across the almost full moon, and the party was brilliant. It took place outside the rolling gardens of an 18th century mansion, with fairy lights and lanterns illuminating the darkness. Almost everyone was dressed in period costume from the 1700s, and wearing masks, so that you really had to listen to voices to figure out who you were talking to, and whether or not you even knew them. I went dressed as Marie Antoinette, wearing a perfectly reconstructed 18th century dress, corset, and petticoat. All those layers of fabric around me, and the corset pushing up my breasts, felt unusually erotic, and the atmosphere of the gardens felt thick and heavy with sexual energy. So I wandered through the dark gardens alone, making my way through dense clusters of people gathered in the open spaces, the smell of hickory and pumpkin everywhere, the hypnotic pulsation of the drums luring me to the outer reaches of the garden, where the fairy lights barely permeated the darkness. It wasn't long before I realized I was being followed, and I was almost instantly aroused. I could hear the footsteps on the gravel behind me, maybe ten feet away, so I started to walk a little faster, lifting my skirt slightly to keep a better pace. The drums coming from the house seemed to be intensifying, even though I was farther away now, and I could feel the presence behind me getting closer. At that point, I started to turn to see who was following me, but I was strangely excited by this pursuit, and I didn't really want it to end. So, rather than turning to look, I simply peeked around to catch a glimpse of my pursuer. He was in costume, wearing a mask, but I knew him and wanted him desperately. Eventually, I made my way to the outer reaches of the garden, walking quickly, staying close to the boxwood hedges, and trying to find a place off the path where I could find some refuge. My follower, meanwhile, was closing in, quickly closing the gap between us. And then suddenly, it happened. I felt him lunge towards me, grabbing my wrist and pulling me into a thicket of butterfly bushes, privet, and English ivy. He pushed me through the thicket and into a clearing, into the hidden center of the garden towards an old cement bench that looked silver in the moonlight. I could hear people right there, right on the other side of the privet hedge, laughing and talking, and the drums continued incessant, pulsing as he pushed me down over the bench. I didn't scream or call out, because the chase and forcefulness by this stranger wasn't frightening. Instead, I was intensely aroused. I knew this man, and this was our game. His presence was magnetic. I could feel the fabric of his costume against my wrists, and with his chest pressed against my back, I could feel his immense strength. I could feel his lips and jaw brushing against the back of my neck as he pulled me into him, his arms around my waist and hips, and his legs behind me beginning to push mine apart. There were people just a few feet away from us, right there on the other side of the hedge. I could see their costumes sparkle when they moved. If I wanted to, I could have reached through the hedge and touched them, but I didn't. He was breathing heavily against my shoulder and thrusting my skirts up over my hips. And before I realized completely what was happening, I could feel him 
stiff and solid against the back of my bare thighs. And then, like the drumbeats pulsating through the darkness, he was moving and pulsating inside me. That drumming was mesmerizing and only intensifying the sensation of his body thrusting into me. He held my hips firmly, using them as leverage, going deeper, plunging into me as I gasped. And his hands, I could feel the strength of those hands grasping the flesh of my hips, and I was dizzy with pleasure. I could hardly hold myself upright. My legs were weak and trembling, and he threw himself into me over and over again. And just as I began to feel myself begin to cry out, hopelessly consumed with pleasure, he cupped his hand over my mouth, trapping any trace of sound behind my lips. I could feel him throbbing inside me, and with his hand over my mouth, he pulled my head back, bringing my ear to his lips, and there he whispered to me, I love you, princess. I turned to face him, pushed his mask away, and kissed the beads of sweat from his lips. Oh my God, Eric, I said, holding his face in my hands. I missed you so much. I'm so happy you're back. We spent the rest of the night there together, in that hidden center of the garden, holding and caressing each other until the first hints of morning slipped sweetly over the horizon. Wow, how is that? So hot. So fun. You know what's also hot and fun? Ordering something from adamandeve.com. They're so generous with us in bringing these stories to you, but also helping you out with 50% off almost any item on their site and giving you free shipping. Just enter offer code EROTIC50 at checkout on almost any single item and you'll see the price go down by half. And shipping is for free. Amazing! Erotic 50 is the code. So don't stop listening to these stories. We love you. I'll be waiting. <laughs> 